0: Hey, friend, and welcome to episode 71 of the Yours Truly podcast. I'm Claire. I am your host, the registered dietitian behind the Yours Truly podcast and all things food puns and peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) If you've been hanging around the podcast for a while, you definitely know that by now. But if you are new around here, I wanted to say welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of time here today, wherever you are, tuning into this episode to be with us here on the podcast so I hope again wherever you are that maybe you're taking a little bit of time today whether it's five minutes ten minutes maybe you have longer but just to kind of slow down and ask yourself what do I need today or what is maybe one little thing that I could do to show myself some care and some compassion today because I think this time of year We're here, what is it, like a week and a half, two weeks into December. We are in full swing of the holidays. I think it can be really easy around this time of year to put ourselves majorly on the back burner because we have like all of the things to do. Do you ever get that? It's like, you know, holiday parties and... You gotta bake all the things, you gotta wrap the things, you have to like stay warm <laughs> if you live in the north-ish area or farther north than where I live. There's just a lot of things going on and it's it's very easy to feel that our energy is being pulled in many different directions. So if you are there nodding your head saying yes. I resonate with this the first thing that i want to remind you is this is a season pun intended if that's even a pun like the holiday season only lasts for a short amount of time so i think it's really okay first and foremost if we are choosing to spend our energy or different ways or maybe we're noticing that our priorities shift a little bit around this time of year i think that is okay and to a certain extent that comes with the territory of this season but if you're also finding that you are having your energy pulled in a million different ways, and that is coming at the expense of your ability to take care of yourself or rest enough or keep yourself fed in ways that are accessible and satisfying to you, then that might be a little red flag indicator that you might just need to take a moment today. Maybe you even pause this podcast and just say, Hey, self, I know that I've been kind of neglecting you or maybe putting you on the back burner for whatever reason, but you are really important because body, you are the only way that I'm going to get through the holiday season <laughs> that I, you know, can, can live in you, that I can take care of you and that I can prioritize your needs and in, in whatever way possible. So I hope that little side note, that little tangent maybe found you well. I just find this happening so often throughout the holiday season. And it's actually something that I've been talking about a lot recently with my clients. And I actually wrote about something very similar to this in a recent client exclusive email that I send out to all of my clients every Friday, just to kind of add a little bit of extra value, a little bit of pep talks. We do some celebrating as well in that email series. So I thought that was beneficial enough that the whole podcast might benefit from hearing it. But before we get to today's episode, the bulk of the episode, which I am super excited to share yet another glimpse into our Facebook community and the Thursday live video series that we do. But before we get there, you know what we have to do first here on the yours truly podcast, we have to feature our yours truly goal slayered featured post of the week. I think I might've just butchered that. I think I put a D at the end of slayers, but that was not supposed to be there The name of the group is quite a mouthful. I kind of regret choosing it sometimes, and I have to talk about it here on the podcast. But nonetheless, there has been some really awesome stuff going on in the community over the past week, a lot of support that has been happening, a lot of advice giving, a lot of friendship being formed over the internet, which I love to see. But I actually want to feature let's see, where did it go? Two posts from our Facebook community today. One is from a client who I recently started with on her intuitive eating journey. And the second one is a really good thought that I think is just good to to keep in the front of our minds throughout not only this season, but every season in general. So the first post from one of my newest clients reads, I had my first call with Claire and I never thought that I would learn so much about poop, (laughs) which side note, we do talk a lot about that with (laughs) with my clients because what comes into the body and how it comes out is very much a reflection of what is happening inside and how we might need to better understand and work for our body. So yes, we talk about poop. If you don't like talking about poop, then you can just get off the podcast or never work with a dietitian because I guarantee you they will ask you about it. But she continues to write, I'm also super excited after our call to put a post-it note on my scale to remind me to reduce weighing to once every other day. The post says I weigh dot dot dot, and now it's turned into walking past the scale and saying something positive like I'm a daughter and I'm a great godmother definitely changes walking past the scale. So I want to give a big shout out to this goal slayer, one of my most recent clients, who is really putting in a lot of hard work and effort to distancing herself from the scale and not letting it have as much control or power over her throughout the day by simply just choosing to remind herself of what she is beyond that number. Because if we think about it, really, and I, I love this thought, maybe you will find it helpful if you are trying to put some distance between you and the scale. But if we think about that number, all it is, is a representation of the relationship that our bodies have with gravity, that inevitable force that pulls us back down towards the earth. That number is not a reflection of your ability, your value, your worth as a human being, your talents, your abilities, your skills, and it especially is not a reflection of your health because it does not take into account your behaviors, your mindset, uh, how you are nourishing your body. Like if you're honoring your hunger, if you're honoring your satisfaction, it knows nothing about your behaviors and your mindset that informs those behaviors. So if you are in a position right now where you are saying, Hey, my relationship with the scale is not helpful. It is not adding any value to my life. And in fact, it is taking away from my health journey and it's really taking me to a negative place. Then maybe you can implement that post-it note idea as well to just kind of allow you to hit that moment of pause before you step on the scale and say, do I really need to do this today? Or. Can I focus on something else that is more reflective of my health, my abilities, et cetera, whatever might be important to you. So the second post that I just want to feature very briefly here, because I love the way that it is worded. And I think it's, it's really important to think about, and actually it comes as a really good follow-up to that last scale post that I just read. So this is a member of my community. And she writes, my realization for the day is that I would love to lose weight, but it's really not worth the detrimental effects to my mental and emotional health. I'm slowly learning to love my body. And I think I'm at a place of tolerance currently, which is progress from hate, working on respect and progressing towards love little by little. So another big shout out to this goal slayer who had a really important thought and realization here that I think we can all learn from. She's saying that she still has the desire and the thought of, you know, it would be nice to lose weight, or I want to be smaller. And she is valid in having that thought. Being on an intuitive eating journey doesn't mean that you're not allowed to have those thoughts because you most definitely are. But it also kind of comes with that moment of pause afterwards, where we say, well, it's okay that I have this thought or this feeling, but at what cost am I willing to pursue it? Am I willing to risk my mental and emotional health to pursue this goal, as she writes about here? Am I willing to pursue or let go of my social health or my social life in order to pursue this goal? Because we know that physical health is not the end-all, be-all. Right? We have to exist in a balance with taking care of our emotional health, our social health, our mental health, and And I think oftentimes, maybe you who are listening can nod your head and agree, but I think oftentimes the focus that our society puts on weight loss and the scale has to say this in order for me to feel like I'm making progress or you know if my progress photos don't look like x y and z then I'm not doing a good enough job it can sometimes or a lot of the time really take away from our true holistic aspect of health it really puts the focus on what am I eating and how am I moving rather than well you know what am I eating and how am I eating and what are my thoughts towards myself and How do I feel in my body right now? And am I spending time nurturing relationships that are really meaningful to me? Am I giving myself enough rest, right? All of these things that can sometimes fall to the wayside if we become super zoned in on this number that we really did not have full control over in the first place anyways. So again, big shout outs to my two goal slayers who posted in our community. I couldn't be more grateful for everyone who is here who is willing to contribute to respond to learn from everything that goes on. In this community. So, if you are listening here on the podcast and you are not already a member of our Facebook community, please come and join us. I talk about this every week here on the podcast. So, if you're not there already, what the heck are you doing? But the easiest way to come into our community is to find, first and foremost, the application. This is not as serious as it sounds, I promise. It is simply so that I can get to know more about you and you can learn a few ground rules that we have in our community before I let you in. So, the easiest ways to access the application is you can go to my bio on Instagram at ClaireTuning, click the drop down link. You will see a link there for the application. If you are not on Instagram, you can also go to Facebook and type in the yours to legal slayers. It will come up as a private community. Just simply hit request to join and keep an eye on your messages or your inbox over the next couple of days, because I will be reaching out to send you the link to the application. So I really hope that you will come join us. We would love to have you. And you'll also get to hear things like today's podcast episode on the regular, aka every single week, plus more often because I actually post in there every single day. So if you're looking for more value, for more support, please come and join us. Now, the next thing that we have to cover before I get to the episode, I promise I am getting there, is just a brief reminder about the podcast giveaway that I am hosting between now and the beginning of next year or 2020, which is really only like three weeks away which is really hard to believe. So if you are wanting to participate in our giveaway and win your chance at winning, did that make any sense? How about have your chance at winning? I think that made more sense at winning our gift basket, which is a copy of intuitive eating, which is the book that changes lives. I swear it is the best book to ever grace planet earth. Um, we will have your fresh brand spanking new copy of that book. Also a $25 Amazon gift card, as well as some yours truly merchandise. I'm super excited for this new merch that I have coming out. I hope you will love it. But the winner of this giveaway is going to get first divs at his, her, or their choice. So I'm really excited to share this. So if you want to be entered for your chance to win, all you have to do is go to this podcast, make sure you are subscribed and leave a rating and a review. So yes, you actually have to type something in the review category. If you are loving this message, if you feel like you gain a lot of value from this podcast week after week, I would love for you to help me spread the word and help the podcast grow to reach more individuals. So for anyone who chooses to leave a rating and a review again between now and the beginning of 2020. I will enter you to win. I will be drawing the lucky winner at random, and I will be announcing that winner on the first episode of 2020. I almost said 2019. But next year is most definitely 2020. Because right now is 2019. So have at it. If you have any questions, be sure to let me know. But good luck to you all. And I can't wait to announce our lucky winner. But without further ado, I am here to bring you this week's episode, which is kind of similar to something that I did about a month or maybe a month and a half ago at this point. I am giving you an insider sneak peek into our weekly live Two Tip Thursday video that I do every Thursday in the Facebook community. I did one this past Thursday and I really loved the topic, so I decided to plug in my microphone and record what I was going to say on the video to take this little nugget of value or these nuggets of value and bring them here to the podcast as well. So what I am talking about in this video is, you know, what is the difference between fullness and satisfaction and why is it really important to understand why these concepts are actually two different things in order to feel nourished, in order to decrease fixation around food and in order to move forward in your intuitive eating journey where you're eating, you're enjoying, you're loving the food that you are eating, but you're not obsessing over it. And it doesn't take up your entire mental space and mental energy anymore. This is a question that I get all the time from my clients, from people on social media saying, well... I just ate something, but I can't stop thinking about food or Claire, you know, I don't feel like I'm honestly hungry all the time, but why am I thinking about food all the time if I'm not actually hungry? So tune in to this little snippet of two tip Thursday. I hope that will answer your question. And as always, whenever I'm reposting something that I did on video format here on the podcast, I We'll make a couple of references to people who are watching the video. And, you know, I, I might be like saying, look over here. I might be trying to point to something that, of course, you aren't going to be able to see if you're listening to this on the podcast. But I, I really hope that it will all make sense and that it will be a helpful message for you today. So, without further ado, here is Two Tip Thursday. And if you want more stuff like this, come join us in the Facebook community. Hey, Goal Slayers, happy Two-Tip Thursday. I'm here with my blanket. We are back on the Two-Tip Thursday grind. I know last Thursday we did not have a video because if you were here in the United States, we were celebrating Thanksgiving. And I think at about this time last week, I was somewhere on a sofa feeling really cozy, feeling really happy, and just enjoying some quality time with family. But we are back this week, and before we start off with today's topic of why do I keep thinking about food or why do I want to keep eating, you know the drill here on our live videos. You have to tell me, are you team live or are you team replay? So type that to me in the comment box below. And the second question that I have for you, once you tell me team live or team replay, I want to know, excuse me, I want to know joys of a live video. I want to know what holiday cookie is your favorite. I was just sitting here kind of daydreaming about what I want to do this weekend. And I thought to myself baking something delicious and holiday themed sounds really wonderful. So I would love any suggestions that you might have of a favorite holiday cookie treat. You can feel free to leave the recipe link down below as well if you really want to inspire me. But I would love to know what you are enjoying this holiday season. So first and foremost, after you answer those questions, we have a fair amount of new people here in our community after this week and last week combined. So I just want to say welcome. Thank you so much for being here, for reading, for interacting. There has been some really incredible stuff happening today and yesterday here in the community with you all just asking questions and supporting each other. That is my computer making noises, but I want to say thank you and welcome. If you have never tuned into a two tip Thursday video before, it is exactly what it sounds like. I am here to offer two tips. It's going to be more like two and a half today, so I'm going to bend the rules a little bit, but two or two and a half tips to help you conquer your week, your intuitive eating journey. And I typically base these off of some themes that I've seen in coaching calls or questions that I've been getting via social media. So I hope that today topic will be helpful for you. Krista, hi. Welcome to the video. Hope you're having a wonderful Thursday. Let me know your favorite holiday treat. I think you tuned in after I asked that question, but let me know. But today's topic of two tip Thursday is why do I want to keep eating or why do I keep thinking about food? Why do I still feel hungry? Any one of those questions I think can kind of fall into the same category. And this is a question that I hear all of the time when anyone is getting started on an intuitive eating journey. It's Claire, why am I thinking about food so much? Or why do I just want to keep eating? So first and foremost, if you have ever had this question, If you have been there before, it is totally normal. It is totally okay to be wondering why your cues feel a little bit off or why you're thinking about food more often than you feel like you air quote should. Because if we're going from this, you know, diety world that says you should do this, you know, your cue should look like this or your portion sizes should look this way, and we're distancing ourselves from that, that it can be totally normal. I have like something in my throat awful time to be doing a live video and take a sip of water. <sighs> Hydrating. But it can be totally normal to be having those thoughts. So the first question that I have for you, if you feel like you are in a space where this is coming up a lot for you or this is happening, is simply, are you eating enough? I think so often again when we're coming from a very diety version of health or nutrition, we are fed. <laughs> pun intended, a lot of lies about what our intake should look like. So again, coming back to what a portion should look like or how much we feel like we need to be eating or is socially acceptable to be eating, those ideas can be very skewed through the lens of diet culture to make us think that we need hardly any food or we need to eat really tiny portions or we only have to eat two or three times a day, whereas in reality... You're not a, you're not a robot, you're not a machine. you are a human being and the types and the, the varieties and the quantities of food that you need on a daily basis are probably going to be bigger than your idea of what they should be from that diet culture reason or variation. They're probably going to vary uh, based on your activities that day, based on your hunger cues. And I just want you to check in with yourself first and foremost before we go any farther to say, Am I eating enough or is the quantity of food I'm eating not enough to fuel my activity, to fuel my body, my internal organs keeping me alive? Because if you are just not eating enough, baseline, end of sentence, then you are going to be fixating on food more than you would probably like to or more than feels normal or comfortable because your body's number one Purpose is their number one goal is to keep you alive. And if you are not giving it the fuel that it needs to stay alive and thrive even, then it's going to make you think about food. It's going to make you obsessed. It's going to make you fixate on that food, and it might make you feel a little bit crazy for doing so, but in reality, you're not crazy. Nothing's wrong with you. You are just hungry. So that is my first answer to the question if you feel like you're thinking about food a lot, if you feel like, you know, why am I all Always hungry it's probably because you are hungry and you probably have been hungry for a really long time again if you're basing your standards of what you're eating off of diet cultures very skewed idea of what is enough or what is adequate I'll even add this little last tidbit in here. If you are coming from MyFitnessPal or any type of calorie tracking device and you have just put in baseline metrics for yourself and it kind of spits out a number, it like computes everything and it spits something out, it's probably going to give you a number that is about the amount of energy or calories. I like to use the word energy instead of calories, but it's going to give you an amount of energy that is sufficient for like a one or a two-year-old and I really I really don't think we have any one- or two-year-olds here in the community. I would be impressed if a one- or a two-year-old could be here and use Facebook and absorb this information. But what I'm trying to say here is your energy needs as a grown adult are going to be much different than that. And they're going to be much larger. So don't let those numbers, those calculators, those fitspo people convince you that you need a little amount of food when your body's doing a heck of a lot on a daily basis and it needs adequate fuel to keep those activities up. So Krista says, hi, her favorite holiday treat. Ooh, lint, peppermint cookie, milk chocolate truffles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that? one cookie or are those two separate things? I'm envisioning here kind of like those peanut butter cookies with the Hershey kisses, but like an entire lint truffle on top. That's probably not what you're meaning. Maybe that is what you're meaning, but that's what came to my mind. So Krista, tell me, is that one thing or are those two separate things? Let me know. But the second thing that I want to cover is, you know, if you say, okay, Claire, I feel like I'm eating enough, I feel like I'm giving my body enough energy and fuel to make it through the day, then is what you're eating, is it filling and also satisfying? So I like to use these words to talk about two entirely different things, because I feel like many messages in our very diety culture kind of uses, use these words in your Like, are you full? Are you satisfied? And those things kind of tend to mean the same things. Whereas in reality, they're actually very different. And they represent two entirely different sensations or feeling in the body. So my my friend and colleague, she is a fellow non-diet registered dietitian. Her name is Rachel Hartley. Check her out on Instagram. I'm sure she's also here on Facebook. I'm not connected with her here. But on Instagram, she puts out a ton of wonderful content. And she had a post one day saying that fullness is the physical feeling of satiety uh, whereas satiety or satisfaction is the emotional feeling of being satisfied and we all know that eating is a physical process of course it is because it's that fuel for our bodies like I've been saying this entire video but it's also something that's very emotional it's an experience it's something that we take in with all five of our senses and saying that we just eat for fuel is kind of saying like you just look for a romantic part for help with the rent and the dishes, right? (laughs) Which we know that is not true. I hope we are all looking for a partner for joy and experience and love and all of those things that, you know, make our little hearts flutter. Krista says it's one thing. Wow. I'm amazed at that. You're gonna to have to send me the recipe. But what I'm trying to say here with fullness and satisfaction, and what Rachel was trying to say, is that we need both of these components. We need to feel physically full, aka we need to eat enough. But we also need to eat a collection of foods that we actually find satisfying, or they they taste really good, right? They bring all five senses into the experience. Because if we're just eating to feel full, for example, the example that I always give to my clients, many of my clients who watch this later will nod their head and say, you know, there she goes again. But I like to give the example of romaine lettuce, the kind that hasn't been recalled. I know there's been some recalls out there recently. So we're going to talk about the kind of romaine lettuce that is okay for human consumption. But if I came into your house and I said, Krista, you're still watching this. So I'm going to use you as an example. But I said, Krista, here are five heads of romaine lettuce. Eat them for lunch. Now, this is a very metaphorical example because we all know that I am not the kind of dietitian that's going to march into your house and tell you exactly what to eat. But for conversation's sake, let's just pretend that I would do that. So Krista would take the the five heads of romaine lettuce and she would eat them. She'd be like, okay, this is kind of weird. What the heck, Claire? Why are you making me do this? And maybe she would make it through all of those pieces of lettuce. And she might have a little bit of a stomach ache because that's a a lot of volume and a lot of fiber at once. But because of that volume and fiber, she might be getting those physical fullness signals that signal to her brain, stomach full, don't need any more food right now, right? Kind of the the connection between uh, stomach and brain there, but her brain would also be saying, that isn't really what I wanted for lunch or dinner, Claire. I actually wanted that cookie that I was talking about, right? Or she actually wanted something else to go along with that. So she would still be thinking about food after she already felt full because what I gave her to eat wasn't fully satisfying to her and it didn't fill the emotional component that that that, that meal needed to fill. So if you feel like this is ringing a bell and maybe you've been filling your plate with foods that feel filling in the moment, Also, there's like a thousand sirens going on outside of my house right now. I apologize if you can hear them, but if you've been kind of going through the motions of filling your plate with foods that again are filling that maybe fall under like diet cultures, air quote, good example of what we should or shouldn't be eating, but the food on your plate is leaving you feeling wanting more or thinking about the food that you actually wanted at the end of that meal, then it makes total sense why you still feel like you're obsessing over food or thinking about it a whole heck of a lot. So my action item for you here, if you're nodding your head saying, this is me is when you go to make a meal, I want you to think of some foods that not only give you that feeling of fullness. So maybe you're looking at a couple of different food groups. Maybe it's something colorful, like a veggie of choice. Maybe it's a protein source, maybe a chicken or a tofu, whatever sounds satisfying to you. And maybe it has a carbohydrate component in there as well, because we know we need those for energy. Our body loves carbohydrates for energy. So we're looking at a couple of different food groups that you know will help to fill you up and keep you full for longer than like five minutes, right? Because when we sit down to have a meal, we want it to be an experience that fuels up our tank for longer than two seconds. So we're looking for those components that give us that fullness factor. But also when you're looking as far as you know, what can go on my plate to help fill me up, make sure there are things that make you excited or bring you a lot of enjoyment or satisfaction so that we end the meal feeling like hey I feel really fueled and I feel awesome right now and because I ate a variety of foods that I actually enjoy and that fell in line with what I wanted and what I was craving in this moment then I can walk away from this nourishment window as my clients would know or this eating experience feeling completely satisfied not only physically but also mentally so I hope this makes sense. I hope this can kind of help you connect some of the dots as far as fullness and satisfaction and why they are indeed different things and why we need to work to achieve both of them to have a relationship with food that is joyous and also uh, allows us to think about other things in life beyond food. And I hope you will take this into consideration as you continue to go throughout the holiday season because it is a time that is filled with a lot of food, a lot of satisfying food and also filling food. So I hope you can use this as just another tool in your tool belt to get you through this time of year and all other days Beyond. Krista says, thank you for explaining that. She always says fullness and satiety were the same thing. You know what? To be totally honest with you, Krista, I thought the same thing before I became a dietitian that was aligned with intuitive eating and this thought pattern. I would always ask people, hey, do you feel satisfied? But what I was actually talking about was, hey, do you feel full? But they're two entirely different things. So I hope this helps. Hey, Shanda, hope you're doing well. You missed the bulk of the video, but good news is Facebook will save this and keep it if you want to go back and watch. But you know what we have to do here as we, I'm doing this because I'm excited and also my hands are cold. This room is getting a little chilly, hence the blanket right now. But what we have to do to wrap up our live video to tip Thursday is drop a comment below. If you're watching live or replay and let me know your one takeaway from the video, what's something that you learned? Did you have a little light bulb moment? Did you like Krista's cookie idea, (laughs) The, the cookie? That is one thing, not two, as I once assumed, but let me know what you're walking away from this video, having learned or, you know, putting in that metaphorical tool belt to help you throughout the rest of this season. And of course, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you all Know where to find me. I would love to chat with you and help you in any way possible. But until next week, signing off for now. Your Julie Claire. Have a good week. Hey, podcast, me again, AKA not Two Tip Thursday Claire, but actually Podcast Claire. <laughs> Just wanted to pop back in here at the end of our episode and say thank you for tuning in this week. Thank you for being here, for learning with me. Also, one last minute reminder about the giveaway that I am hosting. Maybe I should be a singer. I, I don't know if that would go anywhere, but about the giveaway that I am hosting here on the podcast. So if you loved what you heard today, if you like what you hear week after week, and you think that other people could benefit from this message please subscribe and take a moment however much time you have to leave a rating and a review and as soon as you do so you will be entered to win our gift basket which is again the intuitive eating book a $25 Amazon gift card and some exclusive literally fresh off the press your shuli merchandise of your choice so i can't wait to hear from you thanks again for being here and I'll- I'll see you next Wednesday.